fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time, starting with Wisconsin. This is the Badger State Resistance Podcast, brought to you by Liberty and Freedom. Hello, folks, and welcome to Badger State Resistance. This is Dan. Justin is still on vacation, but he'll be back soon. So let's go to the quote of the day. Liberalism is a mental disorder. Michael Savage. Yep. (laughs) I think he's got a book out on that. Or, you know, yeah, sometime back. Now, the other day I talked about how I would do a podcast on the mental illness of uh, the Democrats. Well, this is somewhere in those lines. And it was all inspired by this email I got last week. And it goes as, Dan, you make me crazy when I listen to you. Always making, I'll say, things up. He said the S word. As if the media all got together and agreed on things. You obviously don't understand what a journalist is. They are people whose job it is to write nonfiction stories for newspapers and magazines. Did you catch the word nonfiction, you idiot? Jeff. Well, Jeff, I guess you're right. Because in this country, we have very few journalists and thousands of regurgitators. So with that, let me say, did you catch the word nonfiction in your description of a journalist? Stick to regurgitators, Jeff. Anyways, thank you for the email, Jeff. And everybody, you can email me at, you know, as kindly as Jeff does, as many of you do. And, uh, you know, and then all the other great, awesome emails that I love to get. You can reach me at 1848BSRDan at gmail.com. And uh, let's go to Harbortown Crafts. You know, I talk about them. They're a great company. I love their gear. They make makes me look good. Makes me look thinner, younger. You know, even my skin looks better. My hair grows out. And I look, you know, maybe, maybe a good seven or eight inches taller. Now, I'm exaggerating, of course. But that's what it makes me feel like. So they make awesome products. Awesome. If you need stuff for your home, personalized, or just, you know, something novel that you have an idea about, reach out to them. If you have a business and need stuff for your business, reach out to them. You can do it on Facebook. Go into Messenger and uh, message them. Or start a conversation at Harbortown Crafts, 1231 at gmail.com. one two three one at gmail.com. Now, today's podcast is titled, Mental Disease Due to Political Affiliation. (laughs) You know, and, uh, you know, I tend to call uh, Democrats, socialists, and commies, you know, just a bunch of dogs. And, uh, you know, it's not fair. Not fair. And, uh, you know, because I'm beginning to believe that it is a mental affliction. So there was a study by the Pew Research Center that revealed that 46% of young white liberals reported being diagnosed with a mental condition versus 21% of white conservatives and 26% of young white moderates. Hmm. Wow. Wow. So there you go. I mean, just on that. But we have more. We have more. I mean, think about it, folks. I mean, when you really get down to it, 
Only the mentally ill will consistently vote for those who continuously go after their freedoms. Really, they do. You know, only the mentally ill will vote for incompetence. <laughs> We've seen that over and over and over again. Only the mentally ill will keep those representatives in office that don't represent. And I'm beginning to think that we as conservatives may have a touch of this illness because we keep voting them in. We need to start running, folks. Running against them, okay? To avoid any mental illness, okay? I mean, soon. <laughs> and I was thinking about this today as I was, you know, putting this all together. A crafty lawyer will soon drum up an insanity defense due to political affiliation. I, 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 and if they haven't, I mean, I think they'd get away with it. There's enough research out there. There really is. You know, hey, if I'm a leftist dog, it's not my fault. It's a mental illness. You know, I'm a Democrat. I'm sick. All right. Hopefully a lawyer will give me credit for that. Unless it's already been used and I just thought I thought of it. But anyways. Slate Star Codex. It's an online, did an online survey, survey of 8,000 respondents who self-identified as the following. Alt-right, conservative, liberal, libertarian, Marxist, um, non-neo-actionary, oh, whatever that is, and social democrat. And it shows the proportion of respondents to the SSC survey who say they have been formally diagnosed with depression, borderline personality disorder, bipolar disorder, or schizophrenia. You know, and then uh, these are the numbers. So if you're alt-right, you're about 14.6% 14, 14 of you said that you have one of these disorders. If you're a liberal, it's 18.4. If you're a libertarian, 15.4. If you're a uh, non, uh, no, I'm sorry, neo-actionary, you're 19.5. If you're a social democrat, 23.4% of you, you know. And then if you're a Marxist, 38%. Now, us conservatives, 12.1%. So there you go. There's that defense. You know, the American... <laughs> The American Journal of Political Science. Liberals were more likely to show traits associated with psychotism. Psychotism. Yeah, psychotism. Is associated with traits such as tough-mindedness, risk-taking, sensation-seeking, impulsivity, and authoritarianism. Okay, well. You know, the journal said... Personality traits do not cause people to, to, to develop political attitudes. Hmm. Well, let me just say that. They just align themselves up with other psychos. Okay? Maybe that's it. You know, uh, 
TheTruthAboutGuns.com. This is an old article. It's from 2016, written by uh, Robert Farrago. says, Firearm-Related homicides, homicides, Democrat versus Republican affiliation. Now I'm only going to read a paragraph of this. And it says, according to my calculations, about 68% of all gun homicides in 2014 were committed by Democrats. Only 32% of the firearm homicides in 2014 were committed by Republicans. This means that Democrats commit, committed twice the number of firearm-related murders than Republicans. This leads to three very important conclusions regarding gun policy. Republicans aren't to blame for the number of firearm murders, as the Democrats claim. If Democrats stop shooting people, we could reduce firearm-related murders by almost 70%. Guns aren't the problem. Democrats are. And I agree with them. 100%. You know? 100%. I mean, think about it, folks. Political affiliation, you know, just drives you up the wall or you just affiliate with them because you're you're a psychopath or something the six biggest cities new york run by a democrat los angeles run by a democrat chicago run by a democrat democrat houston texas run by a democrat phoenix arizona run by a democrat and philadelphia pennsylvania run by a democrat so you got the top the largest three cities in the nation, all run by Democrats, okay, all, historically, okay, pretty much. And uh, what do they all have in common? Crime, okay, crime is a big one, you know? I mean, normal people, sane people, go out and work, care for their families. Okay, for anybody to think that mass murderers, you know, uh, you know, people who just think, oh, you know, it's easier to rob another person than to get out and work. Well, you may be right, but that's a crazy thought. So I put them in the crazy list. And those six cities tend to have a lot of that. I mean, but let's go to uh, homicide rates. Okay, and this is kind of the latest study. So in Albuquerque, New Mexico, okay, a Democrat-run city, homicides in 2021, up, you know, from 2019, okay? So uh, there you go. Oh, wait, let's keep going. Atlanta, Georgia, run by a Democrat, up in homicides 2021 versus 2020, okay, yeah. Austin, Texas, run by, yeah, you got it, a Democrat, all right, yeah, and it's up from, uh, in 2021 versus, uh, you know, um, God, you know, it's, they stay pretty consistent since 1984, but now in 2021, they beat the previous record in 1984, Okay, so crazy. Oh, wait, let's keep going. That's only three. Let's go to number four, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yep, Democrat. Mm -hmm. Yep, 
2021. It's going up from 2020. Yep. Let's go to number five. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Oh, God, you know, it's a Democrat city. And they're up in 2021 from 2020. Yep, and they're Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. Number six. Indianapolis, Indiana. Could it? No, no. Democrat again. Yep. And they're up in murders as well. In homicides from 2020 to 21. Yep, they're up. Jackson, Mississippi. It's a Democrat mayor as well. Yeah. Yeah, they went up too. From 2020 to 2021, they're up. uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. They're a Democrat as well. Um, They're up from 2016 was their previous record. And now in 2021, they are beat that record. So congratulations, Louisville. Um, Macon, Georgia. Macon, Macon, M-A-C-O-N, Georgia. I have no clue. I looked for this guy's political affiliation everywhere. I couldn't find it. You know, but, you know, maybe it's one of those races that, you know, there's no political affiliation. But I couldn't find anything previous on the guy. So, you know, whatever. But it's up too from their 1992 previous record in 2021. They're up. So let's just say everything's Democrat. One no clue so far. Number 10. Congratulations, Wisconsin. We made the list. Yep. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yep. Previous record, 2020. We broke it. Yeah, in 2021, we broke the record from the previous year. Congratulations. I was wondering if we were going to make the list. Sheesh. Oh, my God. Then you have uh, New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, wait. Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Run by a Democrat. New Haven, Connecticut, run by a Democrat, and they beat their 2011 previous record in homicides. In 2021, they they beat that. Number 12, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Democrat. Oh, and in Connecticut, yeah, the New Haven, they're uh, Democrats too. And uh, the previous record in Philadelphia was in 1990, and in 2021, they broke it. They broke it. Portland, Oregon. Also, yeah, Democrat. Yep. That's number 13 on the list. And they broke their 1987 homicide record in 2021. Rochester, New York. Yeah, you got it. Democrat run. And they beat their 1991. (coughs) Excuse me. I woke up with a cough this morning. And... uh, I don't know, I, got, I either got to quit smoking or I got allergies. I don't know, we'll figure it out. So Rochester, New York, Democrat, beat their 1991 uh, previous record for homicides in 2021. St. Paul, Minnesota. Now that's, uh, it's run by a Democrat Farmer Labor Party, the DFL. Well, guess what? They're leftists and now they're trying to align themselves or... Be incorporated with the Democrat Party. But congratulations to you, Democrat leftists, because you beat your 92, 1992 record um, in, in 2021. 
Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's number 16 and the last one on the list run by a Democrat. And they beat their 2008 record in homicides this past year in 2021. So there you go. Of the 13, we have 12 that we know are Democrats. And then one we have no clue. So even if it turns out to be a Republican, that's one out of 16. Okay, the 16 worst cities for homicides. <clears throat> so then I said, you know what? Not enough. Need to be able to prove what I say. And according to the Mental Health, the Mental Health America at mhanational.org, top 10 states, uh, mental health issues. And... Hawaii, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> Hawaii, run by a Democrat, number one. Uh, and here we go. Finally, finally, Republicans show up at number two in Iowa. You know, their uh, governor is a Republican. Minnesota, Democrat. New York, Democrat. Maryland, another uh, Republican. Michigan, Democrat, New Jersey, Democrat, Delaware, Democrat, Pennsylvania, Democrat, and Connecticut, Democrat. So, eight out of the ten, top ten states with mental health issues, or the most mental health issues, have Democrat governors. Eight out of ten. Okay? But, you know what? <clears throat> let's go into education. And let's go to the 10 worst schools, um, high schools in the country. All right. So you got Malpin Elementary. That's in Louisville, Kentucky. Run by a Democrat. Roosevelt Perry Elementary. Louisville, Kentucky. Run by the same Democrat. Vision Academy. Monroe, Louisiana. Democrat. Pfizer. Well, it's Fryzer, Fryzer Elementary, God, Louisville, Kentucky, run by that same one. And, and the next one, Weatherly Elementary, Louisville, Kentucky. <clears throat> Out of the top, the worst 10 schools, Louisville, Kentucky has four run by Democrat. Then you have Homer High School in Louisiana. And that is maybe a Democrat. I couldn't find anything. But then maybe it's a Republican. But I doubt it. I doubt it. Chester High School, Pennsylvania. PA, Democrat. Overbrook High School, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Democrat. And then the next two as well. Number nine, Sayer Williams Middle School. Pennsylvania, um, Philadelphia, and that's also run by that same Democrat, probably. And Martin Luther King High School, number 10 of the worst high schools in the nation, or schools in the nation, and that's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and run by a Democrat. So, folks, I think I've been able to prove the defense to anybody who is a um, leftist, a leftist dog, a, a Democrat, 
they are mentally diseased due to their political affiliation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've shown you research from Pew. I've self um, declared political affiliations from respondents online. Okay, so even they themselves say they're not. So you have, you know, that. Then you even go to uh, the, um, let me get down to it. Let me get down to it, to the Mental Health America National Organization. And eight out of the ten top states with mental health issues are run by Democrats. So, you know, if you think I'm wrong. Oh, and then, of course, then the ten worst performing schools in the nation... Nine out of the ten are definitely run. Those cities are run by Democrats, and one is most likely a Democrat, but can't prove it. So nine out of the ten for sure. I mean, so in education, in mental health, in homicides, criminal activity, you know, being in a Democrat state or city, you 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 have problems. You have problems. Now wait, I know there's those out there who say, well, damn, we have a Democrat um, governor. Yeah, we do. Not only that, we have a lieutenant governor. I mean, every, the entire executive branch are a bunch of Democrats. So I'm surprised that we only made the list when it came to uh, homicides. When it came to Milwaukee. You know, but for everybody else out there, look at your city. Look, look at the crime stats. They're all going up. You know, now, of course, I'm sure Dr. Fauci will say it's, uh, you know, COVID, you know, has uh, triggered this in the minds of many people. Well, obviously in the weak minded. All right. So liberalism can be associated with crazinism, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, that's why we need to vote your primary, okay? Now, first of all, you know, find out who you like and support that person, all right? Support them with a couple of bucks. April 15th, support them with a signature, a unique signature. So don't be, you know, you can, you can sign many of them just for different races, all right, don't sign the same one for the same race. So one for governor, one for lieutenant governor, and so on. All right. I have my picks, and I'm sure you do too. For those who don't know who mine are, currently they stand as Timothy Rantham, Jonathan Wickman, Justin Schmidtka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my son. But I can say I know him. And I know when he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. All right. Karen Miller, and, you know, everybody knows that I was supporting uh, Jeanette, but I haven't seen anything about her, so I'm not even sure if she's still running. I need to reach out to her. But in the meantime, I know that Orlando Owens is tearing it up out there, going all over the place. I don't know where he has the energy or how he has the energy. He just turned 48 today. 
March 31st. So, sorry, Orlando, I said your age. Just shows that you're a mature man, a thinking man. And I support you, my friend. So, okay, those are my picks. Now, you may say, well, you, you're going after uh, so-and-so. That makes you mentally ill. Well, you know what? It just makes me say these are who I'm supporting currently. Now, once the primary is over, regardless of who wins, whether they're my picks or not my picks, I will support each and every one of those candidates in the general election because we need ours. We need to get away from the mentally ill. Okay, we do. We do. And we have candidates, and I will be talking to a uh, young lady here um, running for the state senate, and uh, she is running against a Democrat, and I'm going to wish her all the luck in the world, but uh, I will be doing an interview with her in the next day or two, and I hope you join me with that. So that's a seat we can overturn, we can take, okay? We also need to support Adam, Adam Steen, I think his last name is, running against Robin Voss. Robin don't like me, and I don't care for Robin too much. Everybody says, that's just not fair. He's done a lot. Done a lot of what he's wanted to do. Hasn't done the people's bidding. Remember, it's we the people. All right? Now, oh, you... You, you kind of knew what you were getting when you voted for him. Well, yeah, for those that live in his district, they've kept him in office for 20 years or so. They know. But I think a lot of people are voting for name recognition. Okay? I know for a fact that a lot of people are supporting Adam. Why? Because I get the emails. All right? So, folks, name recognition, don't fall for that. All right. Now, remember your candidate's name, you know, the one that you want to vote for. But research, research your candidate, research your elected officials. Look at their voting records, see what they voted for or didn't vote for. And also keep in mind, you know, um, figure out who has been speaking out about, you know, closing down our state, medical freedom. OK, our economy. All right. What those issues and also election integrity, you know, because that is an issue if we want to make sure that, you know, our elections are on the up and up in the future. We should at least know now whether or not it can be overturned or whatever. I don't know, but we should at least know we had the resources. I'm sure we still do, but Voss won't go with it. He'll just allow Evers that keep writing checks to every leftist organization out there. All right. One hell of a shadow governor we got. So, and then, you know, we have the bobbleheads out there. And there's a bunch of them, you know, like Sortwell. All right. So, continue to reach out to me at 1848bsrdan at gmail.com, Facebook, bsrdan. On Getter, I have got to get on Getter. I don't know why I haven't done it. BSR Dan. Folks, take care, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.